this is Trevor. Sorry, I can't come to the phone right now, but if you leave me a message, I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Trevor, sports. Okay, sports. It's been such a crazy sports weekend, and there you are celebrating your anniversary with your family, with your wife, and uh, you, you can't pick up any of my calls. You, you serious, brother? You can't step away for seven minutes? You serious, brother? I, I thought we were family. Call me the fuck back. Good morning. Begsy, thanks so much for calling me back and happy anniversary. Happy anniversary, buddy. Hey, hey thanks, buddy. Look at that. I, I called you back despite uh, despite being loaded with activities over the last few days. Uh, but, you know, I can't ignore the bro for so long. Uh, so I, I had to call you back eventually. You can't, man. You can't. So many things have been happening in the world of sports, and I need somebody to talk to. And I want to start off with this, okay? So it's... My mind is going to a lot of places, and... I can't, I can't not talk about this. Uh, the NHL and the playoffs are are two rounds in and a, a lot of things are happening and there's Nazem Kadri and like it or not, Evander Kane leading the charge. Almost sort of, not really. Right behind McDavid, okay? Uh, a lot of things going on. Uh, who who would have thought? And it's, it's good for the game. It's good for the game. More color at the top during the... Uh, the, the final moments of the season and, and it's, and it's happening and it's hap- happening vitally. I l- look what Kadri did yesterday. That was, that was fucking yeah. incredible. And again, like it or not, like it or not, Evander Kane blocked me on Twitter. Me and him, not, not on the same terms. Okay. I don't fuck with his past, but there he is doing a lot. <laughs> what did he say about Evander Kane? To get I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. I, I type a lot. Okay. I don't know what I did, but, but Hey, he don't give a fuck. He, he he's one dude who has blocked out the noise. It's pretty evident. He's created all that noise for himself. But there he is doing some remar- remarkable things on the ice. Yeah, I mean, with Evander Kane, it's never been the inability to perform. I think he's always been a, a big game player. He's always been putting up the points. But maybe not necessarily knows the team first guy. But uh, but nonetheless, he's he's getting it done for the Oilers right now for sure. Um, you know, with with Kane, Hyman, even Yamamoto, I've loved his game. I mean. We always have some pieces now that uh, looking at a team that's not just McDavid and Drysdale anymore. I still think their defense is pretty weak, and you know, Mike Smith, you never know what you're going to get. But the Oilers are better than past years for sure. Uh, and when it comes to Nazim Kadri, I mean, first and foremost, all that racist remarks that were coming his way after uh, after the incident with Bennington, like that was just disgusting. I know his wife was uh, tweeting out some photos of Instagram comments they were getting, and it's just disgusting shit, man. It's just it's yeah. too bad that. The shit like that going on in the game, fucking pussies hiding behind computers, like pussies, pussies. Um, but the, the one that comes to my mind with Najim Kadri is like, how much the Leafs fucked up in getting rid of him? Yeah. Like, I mean, how good would Kadri have looked on the Leafs? I mean, maybe Kadri would have been what pushed the Leafs over the top against Tampa. I mean, that series went the distance, obviously without him. Um, but man, Najim Kadri has just been an absolute gem for the Colorado Avalanche, and uh, yeah, I think he would look he would look really good in the Leafs uniform right now, and. What a dumb decision it was just to trade the guy because he had a couple playoff suspensions. And, you know, it goes back to the whole thing. Like, you, you really got to trust what you know about your players sometimes. Like, I think it was the 2019 uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. You know, they didn't blow up the core after getting swept by Columbus and look where they are now. You know, two straight uh, Stanley Cup wins and going to mm. the first team going to the conference finals this year. So I just got to wow. trust what you had and the Leafs should have trusted what they had in Codron and then they fucked that one up. Yeah, maybe there was another move to make there for the Leafs. 
outside of the one they did with Kadri. Did it have to be him? And I think he was a bit of a spark plug because of his inability inability to stay in the lineup during the playoffs because he was just that a spark plug. Like he, he sparked too much. He was way too fiery. He would do something stupid and he'd get suspended. He talked about that in an interview yesterday. I think with Dan Murphy talking about how he's understood that he's way more important when he's on the ice and he can't get suspended. Look what he did this during the regular season. Uh, one of the better players in the NHL throughout the whole thing. And he again has been proving it in the playoffs and for what happened over the weekend. Again, I'm going to use the word remarkable. We're talking about a hat trick, a hat trick in St. Louis, a road game after all those remarks, which I'm not surprised at. Not surprised that we're talking about America, right? We're talking about America. We're talking about a dude, dude whose last name is Kadri. It makes sense. It makes sense. Sadly, it does. It shouldn't, but it does. And look what he did. He really, uh, he really fucked them straight up. He bent them over. He really did. He really did. And he did something that kind of had me cheering for the avalanche. It was kind of, it was kind of cool. It was kind of cool. Just for a little bit, just for a little bit. It felt, it felt nice to go back to the X. Okay. Remember I dated the avalanche for about two weeks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Early in uh, early in twenty, uh, I guess in the middle of twenty twenty one, it happens. It was in it was in it was uh, in November when uh, Travis Green, the Canucks, were really slumping, and he said, "Fuck these Canucks, fuck Travis Green." I'm I'm cheering for the Colorado Avalanche, and then all of a sudden, Boudreaux got hired, and you were uh, breaking up with the Avalanche. Uh, you, you jumped off at the wrong time, Kyle. I'll tell you that because uh, the Avalanche team is a fucking wagon, man. And I, I think you know they're gonna they're gonna be same. I, I picked the Avs in five. I think they're gonna win Game Five. Uh, be the next team to go on to the uh, conference finals and whoever they play between the Flames and the Oilers. I don't see either of those teams standing much of a chance, but it does have me thinking about like, again, we've had this conversation. Who the fuck do you cheer for for between the Flames and the Oilers if you're a Canucks fan? If you got to pick a side. uh, Nah, nah, nah. I'll I'll tell you you a story over the weekend. My my wife fucking sold me out. We stopped in uh, Princeton on the the road back home from the Okanagan and uh, she goes in this coffee shop before I do and then I I follow in every couple minutes later and these two guys sitting outside are like, Go Oilers, go! And I was like, "What the fuck?" And I realized I'm like, "Oh, I'm wearing I'm wearing my Vancouver Canucks hat. That must be why." And I go back inside, and Hannah's like, "Oh no, I told them you were cheering for the Flames." I was like, "Why did you tell them that?" She's like, oh, "Are you cheering for the Flames?" I was like, "No, I don't want either team to win. You know, I, I don't. I haven't, made, I haven't made my decision yet. I want both teams to suffer." Yeah, both, and I, both I think teams maybe like the, I think the, uh, the best case scenario in terms of suffering is the Oilers win Game Four, go up three one, and then blow the series and lose the Flames in seven. That's pain for the Oilers, and then Calgary can go on to the conference finals and get swept by the Avs. Okay, so that's, that's my maximum pain uh, resolution here uh, from the bias to Canucks perspective. I think there's uh, only one team to cheer for in that in that series, if you want to use the word cheer, and it's it's the Oilers, and it's because of Connor McDavid. Isn't he isn't he everyone's favorite player? No, no, straight up, I, I, I'm telling the truth. In this generation, at this time. Isn't he everyone's favorite player because of what he can do for the NHL? You know, the NHL has tried so hard over the years, especially over the last couple of years, to not be popular, okay? All the bullshit, all the racism, right? All the sexual assault that wasn't talked about, wasn't cared for. They've done everything to not be popular, to not grow the game, okay? But here's this dude who's probably, most likely, and is the best athlete in the world right now. Look what he's doing in the playoffs, we watched a lot of sports, maybe not closely. I'm not watching the MLB playoffs or the NBA playoffs. I do watch the NFL playoffs closely, but I would say the NHL playoffs are the hardest to win. Uh, look at what you're doing. Yeah, look at what you're doing and look at what he's doing. It's stupid. Yeah, it's stupid. Uh, I believe it's what nine multi-point games. 
already in the playoffs. That is that is crazy. Twenty three points in, in ten games. Am I correct on that? Am I saying that right? Yeah, I, be- I believe I believe so. Yeah. That is stupid, and it doesn't look like he's going to stop. And I hope he doesn't stop. I think he can do something. Cr- he, again, I'm going to use the word again. Okay, it's early in the morning. I, I'm not. I don't got a dictionary in my mind right now. I'm going to use the word remarkable because I feel like he's not going to stop. And we're going to get to a point where it's 12 to 13 games into the playoffs and he has 31 points. And then uh, then the the rest of the world, America, will have to pay close attention to uh, an athletic specimen, an athletic performance that may not be replicated because this is crazy. This is crazy and I think if we're going to have to choose a team to cheer for again in that series, it's everyone's favorite player in the NHL, and that's Connor McDavid. Yeah, I think from the unbiased perspective of me just being a bitter Canucks fan, yeah. I mean, I don't want the Oilers to succeed, you know? Look at the Tampa Bay Lightning. They could become the first team since the Oilers mm-hmm. in the 80s to win more than two cups in a row. Obviously, the Oilers won four in a row. Oh, Tampa yeah. Bay could win three in a row this year. So I, I, the, the Oilers have succeeded enough. I, I don't need to see the Oilers succeed. I don't need to see Connor McDavid succeed, to be honest with you. Um, but from the unbiased perspective, I think, yeah, I think the best thing for, for the league right now and for the game is the Edmonton Oilers versus the Colorado Avalanche in round three. And well, we still got to win two games to make it happen. I don't know if I really want to see that happen, but it would be best for the game. And yeah, some, some McDavid and Drysdale versus uh, McKinnon and McCarr would be pretty fucking sweet. And we'll, we'll end on that note. You just mentioned Tampa Bay doing what they did over the weekend to uh, Florida. Wait, did they play yesterday? Uh, yeah. Man, they yeah, played they yesterday. One nothing. Back. Okay, one nothing. So... Uh, they, they sweep Florida and Florida is not going to win a Stanley Cup before the Vancouver Canucks. And uh, that that did a lot for me, man. It really did. OK, so how yeah. was uh, yeah, how, that? Felt nice. That felt nice. How, it felt how, a little bad for Jumbo Joe. But, you know, I, uh, I, 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 I think of the Sedin. I mean, the, the Sedin. It happens. Two, two amazing players that never won a cup either. So it, it does happen. Not uh, not always the best players win. Exactly. It happens. OK, so uh, speaking about the best players, you, you may have one of the best players on your team. Your, your wife. How, how was the anniversary? Uh, yeah. Did you did you learn anything else? about your wife and, and uh yeah yeah how, how does it feel to be married for that long that's true yeah it's uh <laughs> it's a long I time say it's, uh, it's, say it's a long long time but you know I, I don't know if i learned anything but i mean we had a great fucking weekend man the okanagan would just and, and we got like the best little baby in the world man like mm-hmm. our little one and a half year old everly mm-hmm. we dragged her to like seven eight wineries and she's just the best baby of all time and dragged her on a hike and she she walked most of it on her own obviously holding mama's hand but uh no, she was great the whole weekend, man. So it's a uh, can't complain, man. Beautiful weather, nice hiking, lots of wine drinking, and uh, yeah, some quality time with the wife and the baby. It's always, uh, always a good time, man. And a lot of love, you know, keep that around. That's a beautiful thing. And, uh, you know, re- remember the weekend today while you're at work. Honestly, it'll, it'll get you through it, and uh, you'll, you'll uh, I don't know, understand again that you're living a blessed life for real. Yeah, 100%, man. It's uh, hard, hard, to, hard to feel bad when you live a life like mine, man. Exactly, exactly. Okay, I'll let you go. Have a good day. Peace out, bro. You too, brother.